On this episode of That Kingsville Podcast, Greater Essex County District School Board Trustee Julia Burgess joins us for everything introspective about the new K-12 school in Kingsville. Kevin, Steve, and I ask her every one of the questions we can remember to ask her (laughs) while she's here, because there's been a ton of questions, a ton of controversy, a ton of rumors about this new school, what its name is, what it's going to have, what's happening, when it's going to open, is there enough space, all that and more on this episode of That Kingsville Podcast. That Kingsville Podcast, proudly supported by Kingsville Brewery and Tap House 127. Unfortunately, renovations still ongoing at the Tap House. Uh, been a while, but uh, looks like they've been making progress as posted on social media. Burst pipe, burst fixed happens. So Getting there, yeah, it's tragic that it's uh, closed it down, but we're hopeful that it opens soon. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, visit their website kingsvillebrewery.com. Uh, check out the local brews, the menu uh, for the restaurant. Hopefully, well, it might change by the time it opens. I know the oh, culinary staff, but yummy beer though. Yeah, delicious, delicious beer. Again, thank you, King- and lemonade. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, the lemon. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Pink lemonade is delicious. And then the Hop 2.0 hop water. You know, if we were doing dry gin. Hop 2.0 it, Dave. hi Thank you, Kingsville Brewery, for supporting that Kingsville podcast. Can I do dry January retrospectively? <sighs> yeah, I do it, you know, from the hours of 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. <laughs> All bets are off. Welcome to that Kingsville podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hunt. Kevin Black. Steve Ianson. Yep. Special guest with us this week. School board trustee, Julia Burgess. Thanks for coming on the show, Julia. My pleasure. <laughs> oh, it's almost spring. It's almost spring. Days are getting longer. Yes. You know, you know I, it was almost daylight when I coming into the studio tonight. But <laughs> Not when I got here. No, no. <laughs> Had a little late. tiny little bit of winter this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, fleeting, it's gone. Yep. You know, just like that's that's what kings are. Reminding us that it's still, still there. Yeah. Julia, you've been a fixture in the community for, you know, as long as you've been here, it's, you know, and you've been a uh, Greater Essex County District School Board trustee since 2000? 2000. December 2000, I got uh, elected. So 2001 was my first, like, you know, working year. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's uh, Seven elections. Yeah, that is a long-standing record of elections. Got a track record with that. So, uh Lot, lot going on in our local community with schools, and which I'm sure we'll get into it. But uh, you know, over those twenty some odd years, I'm, I'm sure you've seen a lot of change. Uh-huh. And with the recent direction about where the change is going, tell me about that first year that you were, you know, new to the trustee. Why did you want to become elected? Why did you volunteer? Why did you run? Um, I wasn't a one-issue trustee candidate. Uh, there were some that year. That year, uh, we had a three-year term. Um, the next term in 2003 was a three-year term. It was the Harris government uh, turning into the Harris-Eves government. A lot of cutbacks. Um, Bill 160 had come, removing principals and vice principals from uh, the union. Um Funding formula came in, uh, taxation, uh, abilities for school boards were removed. School boards were amalgamated in 1998. So what used to be the Essex County Board of Education became the Greater, Greater. Essex. Yep. There were four trustees in the county, six in the city. Yeah. Um, very different cultures in both school boards. My husband was a teacher. Um, I had to really think about it because I was in conflict of interest with anything with negotiations mm-hmm. uh, for the first 10 years until he retired. So I concentrated on curriculum, facility services, wellness, uh 
you know, academic things, sports, anything to do with not negotiations. And, well, uh, and there, it was a fractious time, 2000. And, and talking about negotiations for, for that period, period of 10 years, um, ETFO, uh, the Elementary Teachers Federation, was using this region as the barometer for the rest of the province in the negotiations. Well, and uh, to be fair, if you look at the labor history for the region, particularly in Windsor and unionization, et cetera, we have a we have a well earned reputation, right, mm-hmm. to have um, you know um, organized um, you know employment, et cetera, and, and uh, unions, good federations, uh, fights for working conditions, all of those things. So that's part of the ethos. That's in the water. People already expect that. People who come from outside and come here and go, whoa, you really got strong union <laughs> representative. We just think of it that's we have representatives, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but working that that working relationship has always been here. So in those days, you remember we were just coming out of like social contract and ratings and all of that. And as a school board, losing taxation and having your funding, somebody else holding your purse strings, managing how you were going to do that. 80% of our budget is wages. 80% mm-hmm. of collect that are collective agreements. So you've got 20% that you can actually make a real difference with. You can make it in the human resources and the people that you have, the great staff, but you don't have any flexibility when you're looking at now provincially bargained collective yeah. agreements. And that that 20%, does that include capital or is capital no, no. separate? Capital that's is a totally different budget. Separate. Yeah, that's the operating, 80% right. of the operating. Right. And then, um, yeah. and just because we're going to get, obviously get into a huge capital project, but so people understand mm-hmm. capital is applied for, and correct me if I have this wrong, please, yeah. applied for by the school board and then the ministry of education approves it and then approves your your capital spending right sort of yeah um we have to submit uh for capital projects in many many ways and they have to be rubber stamped and approved by the ministry at lots of levels but the um it's like a cyclical thing so i could start with saying what are our capital priorities so give me 10 things you know, and oh gosh, this roof, this roof has been waiting for six years, you know, and the, the library's getting wet and this is else has been ruined and like it's got to jump up. I'm sorry, but with this parking lot and I'm sorry, we need six new classrooms and we have, so we always have maintenance things, capital projects ongoing to keep schools safe and clean and warm and inviting, uh, or cool. <laughs> um, but then we also have, you know, renewal. We need to, you know, it's like your house. We have 70 houses, 70 residences, 70 places where huge amount of kids, 36,000 kids are going every day. So how do we look after every window, floor and wall, you know, every boiler, every toilet, every whatever. Um, It's a big thing. So we have a great facility services, um, but it's always being prioritized. So we submit our capital priorities as far as builds, rebuilds, additions goes. And uh, I have to say, in our school board, we have a great track record. We have a great business department, and they put the best business case they can forward. We have a above average kind of uh, um, return on saying, yeah, that's a good business case. We'll fund that. Um, they might fund number one, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we got three, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, and then when it comes to big builds, 
you know, um, you're talking about consolidating schools, you know, closing schools two into one, eventually six into one. Um, that's a, a much harder process. And those uh, approvals come first that, oh, you know, we have to know what we want, what, what the prediction of growth will be. Um, do we have a site? Some sites are very urban, very close to have a small footprint. Can we actually rebuild? Do we need to move this school? Can we do it on the site? Um, and then we have to have a space template approved. Uh, we've, we didn't know whether we were going to get all the tech rooms at North Star, which was the consolidation of Western and uh, General Amherst. Yeah. You can imagine somebody who was had great pride in Western Secondary School and the facilities that were there. Phenomenal. Oh, that's to fantastic. go to a school with... <coughs> What? We're not going to have yeah. what? <laughs> Wait a minute. That wasn't the deal, yeah. you know? So we actually had to approve it, the capital plan and the actual design. So we get the template. We say, this is what we want. They go, mm -hmm. you know, square footage. I don't know. That's a little more expensive. Tech rooms take more. They different floors, different electrical. Blah. Um, and we finally got it, but we were like on tender hooks, wondering if we were actually going to get that auto and that thing, you know? So when you say they, who's they? Ministry. They hold the, I look at them as the banker. <laughs> They're the banker. It's not their money. It's our money. We mm -hmm. pay our money. I just got my tax bill the other day, right? There's an education levy there. And, you know, we pay that. And then we paid your general taxes because the education level is, education levy is never enough to actually fund a school board. It has to be, it has to come from general finance. So the uh, Ministry of Finance tops it up. And then sends it back to us. So we're withdrawing our own money and they're the banker and they're kind of going, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like to have that <laughs> withdrawal, you know. So we're always saying, wait a minute, though, we need it. Believe me, we know that this development is coming. We'd like to have a bigger school. We actually know the permits are like these developers are good. The permits are coming. Yes, but the people aren't in the building, so they don't exist. Mm -hmm. So we're always, you know, back and forth, back and forth. It's a frustrating process, but... Uh, it is what we have to deal with, and that's how we deal with the funding. So the, our budget process is just starting. Anybody watching or listening, please <laughs> come and let us know what your priorities are. <laughs> because last time I checked, I'm not telepathic. <clears throat> you know, we think we know. We do our best. But, you know, then some roof caves in and, you know, things get reprioritized. So When you're doing school consolidations, how much of those consolidations and, – and I like I know that there's a public process, but how much of those decisions are based around we know the ministry won't approve a school if we don't consolidate at least this many schools to to cut it because i I know in in other public sector areas, there's always a thought of what do we have to do to make sure that the ministry will give us the green light and usually there's a set of 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 points that you know that that ministry is going to be looking for and you need to be able to check off. Well, which government, which minister, which capital finance branch, which, yeah, um, it's a deck of cards. that's constantly changing. Um, economies change. Uh, priorities, even in all in, the acceptability for taxes to go up or down. If you ask somebody locally, do you love your school? Do you love your teachers? 
Do you love, you know, do you have great pride in your community? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, if, if you had to put your hand in your pocket for this much more in order to make this thing work, would you? Oh, yes, I think I would. I think I'd, I'd organize a fundraiser. I'd do something, right? But if you said, would your taxes go up the same amount <laughs> to fund the very same thing and actually spread it across all public education supporters and maybe even save you some money? Oh, I don't want my taxes to go up, you know. So it's an understanding that we're all kind of in this together and we all benefit from something. But um, um, the business case is an, a human endeavor like any like any transaction, you have to put your best case forward. And as I said, I think we're very good at that. I think we don't ask for the moon. We ask for something really concrete that's really going to show some benefit to to uh, students and learning and resources and making it safe and making it clean and making it new and taking something that is going to cost us. You know what it's like. You've got a furnace that's just on the edge. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the heat wave's coming and you, the air conditioner is going to die any minute. And you have to say, do I buy it now? Do I wait for the sale? Do I have a, a month of misery or do I, you know, you have to, you have to figure it out when the best time is. And we make, we put our best business cases and it depends case by case by case. There's just not one way to do it. Um, but I think the fact that we're successful at it, I think that we know what's reasonable and I think we prioritize well and we really look at our budget with great scrutiny. So getting into the new school, mm-hmm. speaking of speaking of capital projects. Yeah. Um so where- Is this wood? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Is no, it's, real it's wood? I don't know if you I don't I don't know yeah. if you've seen, is but there is there is a building now, yeah, which is, is exciting. I yes. have my steel toe shoes and I don't have my hard hat anymore, but I'm getting one because I saw some pictures the other day and I thought, oh no, I gotta get in now. I gotta get in. <laughs> so how are we Excited. how are we on timeline? Great. And uh that's a it's a miracle, you know, it really is because well uh, I don't think there is, not only is it the most expensive project in the province right now, like there probably will be more because the inflationary things, they realize that they have to catch up on inflationary costs, even from something that was approved five years ago. Um, just the, you know, we forget about the supply chain backlog that we were in just a couple of years ago where every ship was out at sea <laughs> and nothing was moving. Um, we always had an approach that, uh, we would receive the steel. We would receive this at a certain time. We didn't have to store it. We didn't have to have security around storing it. We didn't have to worry about, you know, things going missing from a construction site, uh, insuring it, whatever. Our contractors, our suppliers made sure it was sort of just in time. Um, we stopped doing that during the pandemic because if we didn't secure prices, availability, and actual delivery, we could have waited two more years. Yeah. So that would have been great for me to go out to the community and say, guess what, guys? Two more years. Mm-hmm. And, and what, How long what the, has it been? What, I lost count. What the public doesn't realize, too, with some of those raw materials, you were fighting against all of the organizations that we were depending on getting through the pandemic, right? Amazon and Walmart and all of these distribution house, warehouses went up to facilitate all of the need for us, which competed against projects like like the school because all of that steel all of that equipment went towards whoever the highest every bidder chip, was every chip every every silicon chip yeah, yeah. but it, it goes every- down to like two by fours too like oh, yeah. it goes down to that kind of a granular level everything oh, yeah. was everything. up for bids everything mm-hmm. all the ppe yeah oh jeez the- <laughs> 
<laughs> we deployed like 30 something thousand devices when we were, ha- we, our board had the longest, our area, not our board, our area had the longest lockdown out of oh, anybody. Oh, we're well, that meant those devices, that IT staff that had to be augmented, yeah. every device cleaning, every mm-hmm. device being deployed, fixed. I can't get in. I can't, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was an, an enormous, enormous effort. And it, I mean, they're writing books now about it. You know, yeah. we're looking back with some analysis. It was amazing. So, <laughs> so the school is, the school were, were on track. Yep, when, sorry. Yep. Oh, no, it's okay. Yep. Um, when are we, when's it opening? September 24. Yeah, this September. This upcoming September. This September. And we just announced today that unlike uh, the other years for decades, kindergarten will start the same day as the rest. We just announced that today. That's a logistical thing, and we looked at that very clearly. And uh, That seems like it's going to be mayhem on the first day at a new school. Uh, isn't the first day a little bit of mayhem anyway? Oh, it's mayhem for everyone, <laughs> though, this time around. You got, you got four feeder schools now, and... Yeah, all in one, one shot, yeah. new place. Yeah. New teachers. New bus routes. New bus routes. New walking routes. New active transportation yeah. routes. New teachers, new courses, mm-hmm. uh, new childcare spaces, new dismissal times. Dismissal times. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's right. Staggered, Staggered dismissal yeah. and arrival. So elementary, secondary, mm-hmm. childcare will all be a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Early and then- years. There's going to be enough room for all of the currently enrolled students. Is this real wood? <laughs> Again, <laughs> <Okay>. we're hopeful. <laughs> we have enough spaces built for all the predictions that we made with a little bit of room. Um, I also heard that we have one of the highest grade nine um, enrollments. Cat, you know, there's kids can go anywhere they want. You know, there's four school boards, especially when you're offering dual track French immersion. And uh, so until everybody shows up on sept- in September, we won't honestly know. Kindergarten registration starts soon, too, February mm-hmm. 21st. That has changed remarkably, but that has been well before uh, the pandemic. You know, it used to be that everybody came on the night to register, you know, kindergarten, and then you had like a week or so, and then it became a day in the life in a month. Now, pe- kids just show up. Mm. You know, people register their kids in late August, uh, you know, it's just continuous intake. So we're hoping that people take advantage and actually sign up for kindergarten so we can predict and staff correctly, <laughs> you know, instead of scramble. But we won't ever know until September how many in each area show up. Has Is the board looking for portables? I think the board has portables, is always looking for portables. The last time I checked the company that somebody told me that there wasn't a monopoly now, but I haven't checked that out. There was a monopoly. There's one company, one company. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems, seems like it seems like someone needs to get into the portable. Yeah. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. So business potent portables. <laughs> Potent portable. Wasn't that a Jeopardy topic? Oh, yeah. Potables, yeah. I don't get the geese. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, no. This is a potent portable. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So the the other major kind of- Well, they have them on day one is your question or no? Well, I, yeah, maybe. No, they have them on. Will they have them on day- Three? I don't know. Five. <laughs> I guess that's just it. I mean, are we, are we looking, I mean, the numbers, you mentioned the grade nine class coming in. So you're aware of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
The principal shared are, that at a at a public meeting. Yeah. Are we? Is there the potential, the very realistic potential, that there could be portables on site by the end of September? A uh, very real. You know, I'm I'm it could no. be one. It could be five. But I'm going to say no. But okay. I honestly, honestly, don't know. I honestly don't know. Our predictions were predicated on a snapshot pre-pandemic when we got the okay t- for that space template and that build. We haven't built more classrooms. If you remember, though, and I don't know if you watched it or you know, you were interested, but during that period where we were approving the design. I was trying to amend some designs. I was trying to amend for more money. I was trying to say, this is, don't cut design. We need to go back to the ministry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my colleagues didn't see that. They, my colleagues uh, didn't support that, thankfully. Um, administration thought kind of a little elseways and uh, went to capital finance and s- tried anyway and got it. <laughs> So I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, uh, my colleagues didn't say, oh, wow, we were, you know, but we were happy. But the it didn't make for more classrooms. It only made, it only addressed the inflationary costs from the time of the estimates to the actual build and delivering the same darn thing. So did I ask, where did the portables go? I asked that because you can't have something that is announced five ministers of education ago. And this guy's been there, what, for five years? Mm-hmm. Uh, since Liz Sandals, like 2016 or whatever, and, and even before that, you can't you can't say that Kingsville and Harrow and everywhere hasn't grown. I, I mean, and I know our demographic is higher than normal. Like we have a lot of retirees. Mm-hmm. Ours is skewed compared to other uh, school catchment areas. French immersion pandemic really hit. French immersion because a lot of parents couldn't support during lockdown their kids to keep at an academic level that, you know, of expectations over a year or two. So that, that took a hit, but it's back. You know, it's back because everybody else is back. So, um, you know, what the enrollment will be, I mean, it's, it's unprecedented, and I know that's an overused word, yeah. but we're well, trying our best. I, I think a lot of the concern, too, is with some of the, the, the K-12 schools that have been built over the past couple of decades, mm-hmm. right, and their challenges and the, the let's call it, quote-unquote, lessons learned about when building this and how we ac- yep. ac- account for it. Kingsville was given that unfortunate yet unique opportunity to make those adjustments because the project got delayed through the pandemic. So that's the major concern is that do we, do we ignore that? ability to adjust and still kind of you know treaded very strongly through and we will force it through and end up in a similar situation as some of the other like to come see vista vista was like was that not the flagship of the board was vista um so i guess this is where i insert the caveat and say that you know i it's julia burgess here <laughs> yeah yes of yep. course julia you know i mean I I vote. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. You know, I don't speak on behalf of the board. No. I, I didn't vote for the approval of the design for Vista. We had a first design that was spectacular. And because we had purchased, we had built David Suzuki, there was a change in ministry. We had Ministry of Finance money for that because it was a spectacular lead platinum school, et cetera. We were trying to employ 
passive, fabulous, sustainable uh, design into that. You know, I, I remember, you know, it might was kind of like, I brought <laughs> earth tunnels to David Suzuki because I saw it somewhere else at the yeah. Courtright Center. You know, yeah. we we should be doing some of these things at every school. We should have, you know, geothermal. I have my own opinions. And they're they're often very ignored, you know, but uh, can we can we look back and say, have we done the best? I don't know. Uh, Tecumseh Vista, when I was looking for a solution for K to 12 and it, and it was a, a, a thing that I took on is because I get elected in two towns. Two towns that post amalgamation in 98 are called Essex and Kingsville. And uh, when I went back, when I was very new, I went back to minutes to 1985, Essex County Board of Education, saw that they were trying to close Harrow High since 85. Yeah, yeah. And I followed the minutes. Who was at the meeting? Who was at what the thing? Semestering, do semester, all these things. Um, and I and I thought, well, there's three schools in Harrow, and we can't afford three principals, the custodial staff, the three boilers, the three roofs, the three secretarial, the three, you know what I mean? So they knew that there was an efficiency that they needed to see in Harrow, um, a beloved junior school, beloved senior school, punched way above their weight in bursary scholarships, pathways, etc. for the small population that Harrow always was. Mm-hmm. It was never a big school. And it was never really empty. It was just small. Mm-hmm. But when I was looking for something, a first glimpse of hope I had was Peninsula Shores in Wyerton. It was a prohibitive to repair high school, relatively new, kind of, you know, 70s, I think, kind of era, uh, elementary thing. And they made a K to 12. And that's what made sense because they knew they were going to go for a new build, but they still had a small high school. And how do you get the culture across federation panels. How does ETFO work with OSSTF? There might be somebody who can coach an ETFO to a senior level. There might be somebody here that can really do the band or music over here. There might be schisms within the within the system. There are all kinds of rites of passage. How do you graduate in a building that you're still always in? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we talked about the sports games, yeah. right? Like if, yeah. if you're you yeah. know, in elementary and you start out as a cavalier, or a cavalier until you or a vortex right or yeah or a hawk yeah but a vortex starts off and for 10 years they're a vortex and then they go into high school and they're a vortex and and that's great but some kids like anybody like it's a right there is a thing about age of reason 13 there's something about you know the puberty thing the adolescent thing that you want to write a passage you want you know Mm -hmm. so have your question was, have we learned the lessons? Are we applying the lessons? I'm not sure we have. I'm not sure we have. I, I think September is going to be the litmus test of whether or not that that wasn't observed and criti- or used as critical criteria with regards to when this situation arose. Like We had the opportunity. It was voted against, as you've, you've described. What's voted against? In order to adjust the school accordingly for for all the inflationary and or populist Oh, just to build the same thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, right. Just to trudge ahead with what we've got and yeah. not adjust and, and, you know, both programming or facility uh, uh, equipment and- New and, design, you mean? Right. Like they've not, they've not taken the opportunity to- to revamp because that pause was taken. So, well, who's they though? The board. 
But if you have a capital project that has been okayed, sure. you have the architect. You've got to pay the architect. That's correct. So if so, you wanted to change, you'd have to pay the architect again. Yeah. If you wanted to get a new contractor, you'd have to My RFP point is doubling down on a bad yeah. idea. Oh, right? I don't think it's a bad idea. I, yeah. I, getting back to... Yeah. We, we were talking about portables. We're talking about right. Right, facilitating yep. uh, uh, what was done and all the studies that were done in the mid-teens. 2016, 2017, 2018. Yeah, but portables weren't in the... I understand that. Yeah. But again, the town of Kingsville has grown exponentially between yeah. then and mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So do you think that there could be a world where if 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 at the end of September, you're, you're thinking, okay, well, we're going to have to put... And I'm just... At the end of September. You're asking me for times and I, I'm <laughs> honestly... First school year. I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my girl guide one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to... I a- promise... <laughs> I'm not going to ask for times. No, I just honestly I, but, don't know. But I'm, I, I want to know, do you think that there's a threshold that could see uh, one of the schools not close? Well, okay. So now you're asking about a process after what happens when a new school opens and the other ones are declared surplus. So each facility, so Migration Hall is part of KDHS, I don't know if it has a separate MyDent, which is a ministry identification number. I don't think so. Um, but I know I know of situations uh, on other boards and whatever. There's been land severed, different things. Now we're into a whole new regulation that is untried. We used to have one. Well, we've had many over the 24 years. We used to we used to convey for a dollar. Yes. Yeah. When everybody was realized that, you know, we're kind of the same taxpayer, like, really, honestly, do I have to buy my own stuff? You know, Um, but so uh, KDHS will be declared surplus. Jack Minor will be declared surplus. Um, KPS will be declared surplus. At what date? I don't know. Um, We've had properties that we thought, well, we're not going to declare that surplus because you know what? We got to move all this stuff somewhere and we'll just use it for storage. We'll use it for some other reason. Okay. We're going to delay that one. Will they all come up at the same time? I don't know. But I know as of September, because you have to open the other one, you have to gain occupancy before the others are declared surplus. And then it's very prescriptive process. This new regulation, I honestly don't know enough about it. I, I advocated for it. I, I met with MPPs. I went to Queens Park. I I, um, I honestly tried my hardest to, to convince folks that, you know, this is punitive when we have, to, we are forced to sell for the highest market value to municipalities who are also struggling with their budgets uh, and whose taxpayers in some way have also supported these facilities it is one of the things that you could store at jack minor students <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course They're, none of them are prohibitive to repair right none of them are prohibitive to repair they are maybe more expensive and we would still have to do the you know maybe we wouldn't have to do the sewage because uh, <laughs> because uh that came on with full day kindergarten you know, with the extra bathrooms. If certain bathrooms aren't used or whatever, then the capacity changes and we meet post-Walkerton, you know, criteria. Uh, <laughs> you know, and KPS, would you want to? I mean, that place is needed repair. Right. Oh, geez, no, Come please, on. No. Yeah. And, and, oh, that, and so, so, no, I was just going to tie into that. So I don't know how big the land is and how big the vacant land is that the new school is sitting on. But Not if, big enough. I mean, if, okay. So I don't think it's big enough. 
Is the possibility, A, that an additional facility could be built on that property? Um, You know, maybe looking at one or two, three, four, five years down the road where the board realizes, hey. Let's be realistic. We we don't have a Are you saying an extension of classrooms? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Or B, um, is there only enough room to put athletic facilities, which we know is not covered in the funding from the province? Like athletic what? facilities meaning like a track uh, oh, yeah, soccer okay. field track um you know similar to what what leamington has cardinal carter has you know pretty much every other high school in the area um these are all hypotheticals and i honestly don't know uh you know board never gets money for playgrounds let alone tracks right. so that's never in the budget so that has to be sponsored the only one that ever got that was tva because tva came under budget we actually had to spend the budget. Um, the original design was two, maybe three floors. I was hoping for something that was like that, a smaller footprint and an opportunity to have foundations where we could go up with an addition rather than out, therefore not taking the larger footprint. That didn't, uh, I, that didn't, and the ministry, that didn't fly and the ministry doesn't, uh, that's more expensive upfront. The capital is up, you know, more mm-hmm. expensive upfront. But again, if you put that in place, it's like any renovation. If you actually put it in place first, you know, you get your electrical, you get all the other stuff, then the renovation is actually cheaper in the sh- medium yeah. term. But governments look sometimes in election cycles <laughs> and finances, you know, budgets are every year. GSNs, the grants for student needs are something we take for granted, but they're actually an annual really, annually renewed thing. We're, they're not guaranteed. So when we look at that stuff, could there could there be a, 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 a property saved just at the side? Well, you know, the original thing that we put out, if, if you remember the original park, there were two, three if you count, all the ones in Harrow, maybe more than that, but um, we're a seven and eight school middle school at Jack Minor, I think. I think that was one of the proposed yeah. things, right? Yeah. Six, yeah. Seven, eight or seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. Seven, eight. So all the seven, eights from all the people went there. Yeah. And then, you know, the other ones were the K to six or that was, you know, whatever. And so there's any possibility for, you know, occupancy at any of the buildings. It's just, I honestly think that in September, we're going to find a comfortable building. I don't think it'll be, well, we need portables the first year. Will we need portables eventually? Well, if people keep coming to this, you know, lovely area and the area that is the catchment area, which is, my gosh, you know, from mm-hmm. Malden to Cottom to, right, you know, to Leamington yeah. and Peely Island, you know, maybe there's, you know, who knows? Who knows? Honestly. So just just sticking with the athletic side of it, Vista's beautiful turf field and track was covered through the ministry spending. Original budget. Okay, that's incredible. It is. So therefore, and then Leamington had a generous sponsor come forward. Correct. Totally different situation. Is there anything anything in the lines? Anything? Because we there there are rumors out there that that there have been offers made, and I mean part of part of the not just the high school experience but the school experience for a lot of people is either participating in athletics or going to athletics or supporting yeah, the re- teams i remember going to essex for essa and swasa <laughs> right, right right um well and you guys are all athletes oh you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell you know even shot, from a spectator sport i don't care foot. you you know no, but so and, but there's an emphasis so is there, is there anything available for for Kingsville, has anybody come forward to say, "Hey, you know what?" I I will tell you that I've heard the same rumors. 
I think, and, and I try not to operate on rumors and innuendo until I honestly see face to face and see some contract and have it signed and have, you know, it so checked nothing's out. been presented to the board. I think probably things have been presented to the board, but I'm not in a position where anybody would present anything to me. You know, um, in order for trustees to see it, it would have to jump through enough hoops of credibility, checking out that we have, we have regulations around that too, right? You know, when Nature Fresh came in, for example, in, for Leamington, um, that was very generous, et cetera, but there are conditions, you know, people want something for it, you know, uh, whether it's signing or a term or, you know, it's like a lease almost, right? So it's, it's, uh, all the lawyers get paid. <laughs> well said. <laughs> you know? And so is there a possibility? Yes, I think there's some great benefactors in our areas. You know? I mean, uh, all the municipality. I mean, look at Atlas Tube does it in Lakeshore. You know? I right. mean, there are some fabulous benefactors, really generous people that um, would love to see their not only their kids and grandchildren, but the community benefit. Now, we're right next to some great facilities of the town of Kingsville. Um. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, no. Okay, I sandwich. You know, and Essex. Sure. No, but Essex. No, if you look, if you look at the field. Okay, so I've. I mean, I've coached soccer for many years. I've seen what Essex has. Mm -hmm. I've seen what Sandwich has. I've seen what all these schools have. Mm -hmm. The soccer fields in Kingsville, while m many, do not drain well. They're good or, for. For casts at the hospital, though, aren't they? <laughs> they're great. They're, they're great, great for like the hospital. But that, like they're a nice they're a, so big money maker. You've got, you've got a turf maker. field of Vista. You've got Essex who, yeah. who you know, and yeah. I get it, it. It's used for football also, but they have these really good facilities. To me, um, the current KDHS has, has a much better soccer field than anything that I the town has. I couldn't get a trap there. I've been no, asking no, but for I'm saying no, field wise, field wise, <laughs> yeah, it, it's better than anything the town has. Ah, um, so I know when Leamington, the new Leamington first opened, they right. played their games at the old high school. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Could that be an option? Of course, because of, and, of course, you know. yeah, I think so. It's a matter of um, there's a. a um, you know, we belong all, pretty well, all school boards belong to the Ontario School Board's insurance exchange, you know, um, the, and that covers a lot of, uh, you know, athletic injuries, I'm going to say, because, you know, athletics don't come free. They You have to have really good insurance and stuff. And usually when a, um, a facility is declared surplus and closed down, I mean, you close it down like a cottage. You know, you just don't want the pipes to freeze. You don't really want the water to egress. You don't want to, you know, you got to keep the weeds down to a certain level, but you don't keep it to a playing field level. So could, however, like at, I'm going to say Sun Parlor School at Essex, Sun Parlor School was the headquarters for the football team when it was closed for many years. It was the food bank, you know, for many years. It could could uh, the town or someone else use the facility or the school board, keep it open and, you know, make arrangements for community use like Migration Hall or any other community use. Yeah. Anything's a possibility, a probability. I don't know. We don't know because nothing's surplus yet. And just one more thing regarding that, like insurance wise too. I mean, what mm -hmm. is, you know, is the school board have to then pay the town of Kingsville to use those facilities if KPS, or well, let's say KPS, Jack, the elementary school, I'm still thinking, yeah. the elementary school 
you know, they want to play their soccer games. Is there is there an insurance? Is there a liability? Is there a cost for that to the town? Where by just accepting a generous donation, those costs are eliminated. To the town where? Cost so, to the town where? So is there is there a cost? Does the, is, does the school board have to pay the town in some way or form to use their facilities? Like the arena or the yes, soccer, the soccer oh, absolutely. fields? absolutely. Right. So yeah. if we... And, and that could be anything that... That happens across all nine municipalities. No, right, and they I, they use the tennis courts, they use the ice, I understand yeah. that, but this would be an additional cost for for soccer fields. Anything can be arranged. Okay. So so the team, the swim team, they go to the shirk. Yes. The curling yeah. team, they go to the, you know, when it was a curling yeah. team. Yeah. You know, well, there's the still golf still is team. Curling team. There's no, still Leamington. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, this golf team, uh, you, you lease facilities like when we closed pools pools were sort of a million dollars so there could be a cost savings potential potentially okay i well you know when your taxes are going towards fitness and wellness let's be real here this is it if wellness is not something that's like oh an extra (laughs) you know we pay how would you like to pay (laughs) You know, uh, would you like to pay by maybe paving an active transportation road? Honestly, honestly encouraging cycling, honestly encouraging walking to school, or do you want to really put all your money into a kiss and ride and make sure everybody everybody gets driven, whether it's a block away? You know, if we make these efforts from the town, from the school boards, plural, you know, if we look at CWATS and see that last little bit there and, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever chapter nine or whatever there's a place for everybody to honestly look at it and and being and not make it like oh i gotta make money on this it's not like the huge revenue thing let's see where we can all benefit the aquatic center in essex that's the town of essex it's on school board property but it's theirs we lease there's a lease it's not going to be around for a lot longer until it gets renewed you know but it it actually found it it made the foundation for the building. We had to change the design of the building because the foundation was critical to the mm-hmm. aquatic center. I mean, sandwich, like I said, uh, um, every track, every pool that got closed and made for another facility at Riverside, you know, at whatever. Just, so, uh, they're so the, all different. The new school. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got new features. It's got new options. It's got a new layout. What are some of the things that it's going to include that maybe we don't have in the existing infrastructure and KDHS and the the feeder Air conditioning. Well, hey, that's a big one. Remember that that time as a student sweating, you know, trying to learn geography? April, May, and September Uh, (laughs) on the second floor. And there was a time, of course, KDHS didn't have anybody on the second floor, right? And it was like a physics lesson. Oh, yes, yeah. right. Heat rises. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the people faint. Yes. This you is- know. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from air conditioning, what else? Um, well, lots of light. Now, some of the older buildings, um, particularly, you know, if you if you think of it, because Ruthven is gone, mm-hmm. right? Been gone for a while. Yeah. And Harrow Jr. is gone. And Harrow High is gone. They all had different facilities that were kind of remarkable. Harrow High was fully accessible. Well, KPS sure isn't. <laughs> well, you mean the basement? You can't, yeah, yeah. No, you know, uh, KDHS isn't. You know, for staff, for anybody visiting, for all the students, we have to be very careful. Fully accessible school. That's that's, that's big. 
2024, come on, it took a long time to get there for all of our communities to have access to a fully accessible, comfortably, thermally comfortable, you know, uh, and, and with good daylighting. We have new regulations for childcare. We've incorporated that into all of our designs for a long time now. It's a bright place. You don't feel like you're in Jack Minor in the windowless room in the middle of the winter where, you know, you're mm-hmm. fighting for your vitamin D, the you know? High, the high school's renowned for the tech zone, right? Through, yes. Through Doug Dewey. Again, yes. Yeah, Doug, very influential in a lot of people's lives, yes. myself being You'll one of them. You'll have to come and see him in Arsenic and Old Lace at <sighs> Migration Hall on March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> well played. He's playing L- Lieutenant Rooney, the, the New York, uh, the Brooklyn cop. He's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> of course he is. Uh, but- you know, through through a lot of his efforts and and some of his colleagues, yeah, uh, through the years, through, through at least Stephen, my attendance at KDHS, that was a foundation of a lot of amazing, uh, you know, development of those skill sets within our community. So are amazing. are those values and are those um, facilities being offered at the new school in the same respect? Because also, mm-hmm. a lot of the you know, was it all three of the current teachers at the high school are up for retirement? Oh yeah. So, so it, are those facilities available at the new school? Um, to the same square footage, I don't believe. Um, I think that we have more tech there than many high schools that are being built. I was really grateful that we had that and we, we kept that and we weren't on tenter hooks like we were at North Star in order to get that. That was approved because the heritage, the legacy of the tech zone. I mean, and, but think about what the tech zone is. It's just this, I could say the same thing about Norm Buchanan and Mr. Schultz and of different, course. you know, I could music. say the same thing saying, Oh, gold medal winner. Oh my mm-hmm. God. You came out of Kingsville. You knew music. Yep, you know, sure you could, you had every pathway. You had every pathway. Yep. You could go to university. You could go get a great job. You could go into an apprenticeship. You know, you could go to college. And, um, and that's still true. But what is, there's a, that's a, a huge can of worms, uh, in that what does the Ontario College of Teachers do? What does our society do to help promote really great tech teachers? Oh, what zero. do we do? Oh, zero. Well, how do we attract them? Well, that's... Well, all the no, teachers came... They come yeah. from the workforce. And so I'm not... I don't want to go down this rabbit hole well, because it's, it, that, that was my career choice as a student. It was misunderstood about the value of skilled trades. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to divert because we are only an hour long Sorry episode. But yes, the, you're absolutely correct. How does how does the ministry? How does the local school boards? I'm gonna say society, society and whole. You know, and, and I think when you went to your parent teachers, when you went to whatever, are you saying, oh, but does he have his university courses? Yeah, that's good. But like, how, uh, are you asking about apprenticeships? You know, I, I think firmly that because the College. pendulum swung way too far, that the misunderstanding of the value of of that is is coming back in alignment, and the technology evolution of automation, computers, et cetera, and its involvement in in those technical skills is coming in line. So I'm glad to hear that the school is equipping itself with some format of it. I'm hopeful that it can give students, teachers, you know, other people opportunities to continue the legacy that was built at KDHS's tech zone. Oh, and let's hope it's well staffed. I hope so. How much is that how many billion dollars is that battery plant that's coming? Uh, how many? Two? How much no, construction is there in this area? Fourteen. What? Yes. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, the back. funding was. Will they need right. people 14. who are technically skilled? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Chemists, electrical I engineers, mean, mechanical engineers. You know, there's only a few of us that. I mean, we're fools if we don't have it in every school. Cor- every school. Yeah. Why was Tecumseh Vista built without that? <laughs> Great questions. Yeah. Great questions. Now, and and just because they're, and, and I'm going to go off a laundry list. So, so, okay. so uh, forgive quick, me. Quick, but, pretty good. Um, we're in the quick fire round. Cafeteria. No. No, but a big open area like many others that right. have uh, an eating area, social. It's thank- Thankfully, they'll be together and social and not just in their classrooms because this thing over during the lockdown or whatever, yeah. our kids need to be together. Yes. So, uh, and whether something grows uh, offsite, I think that whoever gets the concession over at the arena <laughs> will do very well. <laughs> and anybody who is bringing something in will do very well. And I'm hoping people bring sustainable lunches. We have a family studies area so that we do have a kitchen. We don't have a culinary program, but we do have a separate um, uh, food preparation in the uh, child care in early years because they have to eat multiple times. So there are cooking facilities. Is there a commercial cooking? Did she get the, the food? I lost that one. <laughs> she get the, the food uh, uh, prep people a, uh, a food truck. Mm-hmm. Well... They're and, set it up outside. And I'm a big advocate and have been working really hard on the federal school food program policy, um, you know, at the Ontario Public School Board Association. And we're taking the lead as a as a province on the Canadian School Board Association. And we'll be talking about that at our convention again in July. We've talked in Ottawa. We go to Queen's Park. We This has got to happen. And if it does happen, then that alleviates it from school boards to say food's important like food's important in this area yeah the fact that we don't have food prep area in the mm-hmm. um stage uh, i think that's the same kind of a design as uh, when i was at vista last week for example seeing an excellent version of radium girls um the gym is on one side you have the stage so it basically has two prosceniums you have uh, what becomes the upstage becomes the downstage okay so the music room and the small theaters and the the you know the instrumental room it could be even is this side and then you open up the curtain there and you have the whole gym that can see you put that curtain up so it's a dual stage. similar to leamington yeah okay yeah, leamington has a yeah nice. that design yeah. that design has been for at least a decade yeah. okay and almost everyone that we build and uh they're you know the gyms um the gyms meet most criteria but not all criteria i think uh migration hall is still the one that is the only one what for badminton i'm not sure there's the one that the court space there meets particular court mm. tournament <sighs> criteria I and bleachers in the gym um that's still being discussed I, I asked about that recently because i think that wasn't that that tender hadn't landed completely that i know of um and that's still a question that's hanging up here. I haven't got the answer, but there has to be bleachers. Yeah. How do you how do you sit and watch a basketball? You have game to have bleachers. You're, and the principal was principal Balston was talking about that just last week. In order so to be a top tier school, you have to have bleachers. Oh. Right. Right. <laughs> and what's the school called again? Oh well. <laughs> It's wow. called uh, it's called the K to twelve school on Jasperson Road. Uh, I saw the memo today. It's coming in our package tomorrow, and uh, uh, it'll be an agenda item coming up. And uh, uh, I noticed that the name had kind of changed. Yeah. Oh. So what? Uh, so what's it say? It says the K to twelve school in Kingsville. 
French immersion English in Kingsville. Yeah, well, the board received the suggestions on Tuesday, correct? It got the, the naming committee ended their work, supposedly. We'll see. I've seen it referred back to committee. Sure. But uh, the, um, the naming committee ended on t- Monday. And with two recommendations, and that'll come forward for as the committee recommendations. And as I said at the meeting, I've seen every kind of thing happen. I've seen a five-minute meeting, you know, saying, yep, I put that name on the floor. Are all those in favor? Good. Okay, next item. And I've seen, you know, blood, smoke, and tears, and uh, um, delegations, full rooms, um, that those names go out the window, new name amended, something else, whatever, referred back to committee, come back, and the original thing happened, you know, um, and, and everything in between. So, um, I can't predict, I can't predict what's going to happen. I know that I was thrilled that we got 600 and something submissions. Like, uh, I'm going to say 10 years ago, you know, if you've covered school board meetings, it's like, oh, God, <laughs> and there's a motion to, uh, you know, pretty, pretty. Yeah, it's pretty dry. Yeah, pretty dry. And um, we became above the fold during the pandemic. You know, it was all of a sudden every household had a concern because it was about childcare and what do I do and yep. oh my god and my kids falling behind and all of a sudden school boards were targeted and became you know important and stuff that has waned off a little bit you know but uh, I, I, we'll see you know I, I but naming is hot yeah <laughs> yeah well and and I I think that um I think people are concerned because it, it seems like with some of the other names of schools that sometimes the identity of the community is being and I'm not I'm not saying that this is happening but I do think that there's there is sentiment that that the identity of the community is being sort of stripped when you don't have names of places in in a high school name you know Yeah well there's there's been a you know, there's we redid the naming and renaming policy and regulation, I think, twice or three times in the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I think, going to be <laughs> moving to send it back to policy. I don't really like it. I really don't like the regulation. And I think it's the policy. The policy is okay, but the regulation and the process... Um, uh, I don't want to be apologist for it, nor do I want to be a complete critic, because I think everybody's well-meaning. But um, I think it can be divisive and and not necessarily arrive at something that you're trying to achieve. You know, um, everybody has kids, right? Yep. So some people pick out the name of the kid before it. Some people wait till the kid is born. You know, and they look at it and say, there's great pressure. I'm Richard the Third, and that must be Richard the Fourth. You know, and somebody else says, no, but I want, you know, Steve. You know, I want something else, you know? I remember if we were going to have a girl, we were going to have a girl, we, were gonna, we picked a family name and we picked uh, something that was other inventive or whatever, you know, and we had a boy. But uh, and we didn't know. We didn't, you know. But names are contentious. I've, I've, I, I have to say that when we named David Suzuki, the outrage we got from uh, naming something who was living and from folks in Leamington who had definite opinions about David Suzuki. Uh, and then they were tempered with, oh my gosh, that's such a fabulous idea. So 
I'm ready for a lot of political heat. I already have uh, felt very, very, um, you know, disrespected and full of joy. <laughs> and all I can say is that 600 and something submissions, that's remarkable. I, I just think it's wonderful to have so many people even interested, you know. At the end of the day, um, you know, there's going to be great disappointment and there's going to be great joy. And uh, I know that when the kids get in there, when the staff gets in there, it doesn't matter what the name is in a way, but naming can also be important. So I think it means something to the community. Like, I do think that. Yeah. Um, Which community? The, the Kingsville, Greater Kingsville area. What's Greater Kingsville? Because I saw that name, and I'm trying to. I, I was trying to talk to a colleague about that today. Well, I would argue that that maybe the issue, if if we're having a hard time naming a school that has Harrow students and Kingsville students in and it Ruth together, and Cottom and Leamington, that to me that's greater. The school is primarily comprised of students. That reside in Kingsville. Yeah, greater. Yeah, encompasses the fact that it's not just Kingsville that this school does draw from other communities. But then again, some people could argue, yeah, but Harrow is part of Essex in the grand scheme of things. They pay their taxes to the town of Essex. Oh no, so, they're definitely Essex. So, but yeah. there's so but you include the name Essex in there. The the town of Essex right? is part Essex already, is, is part of Essex. Sure, they do. because because a bunch of people sat around a meeting back in the nineties and just determined that they felt that every municipality should have waterfront. Why really, no, and I get no, no really all it should is, be is, is, is to me, Arrow and Kingsville are one right. and Cottom and, and Essex are one. Oh, I've right. heard that for a million years. But Why is greater, greater Essex County District School Board greater? Does anybody know? Because it's better than all the rest. I was going to make that joke. What makes it greater? It's not Essex County. What is greater? Windsor. What is out? No, Windsor is the city in the seat of the county of Essex. But what is greater Essex? Give up? Yeah. Peely Island, because they're not in Essex County. Oh, jeez. So to me, that's that's, (laughs) and I think that's you know, sitting on the committee. Sitting. Where do Peely Island kids go to high school? We wanted to recognize <laughs> Leamington. <laughs> no, Kingsville. We did the community. The committee wanted to recognize the fact that it's not just Kingsville students. Yeah, yeah. you know, and but they you did talk, a really you good talk job. Talk to staff. That. You talk to students, and yeah. you know, my daughter's on the committee, and yeah. and some of her friends talked to, and they talked to people from Harrow, and, and quite a few of the Harrow kids said, "Look, we go to Kingsville now. We know we go to Kingsville. We're happy to go to Kingsville." And and to your point, yes, unless they go there's, to Villanova, there's um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an identity. People who don't have students still take pride mm-hmm. in the high school. I know. I know local business owners do a lot for the school, especially mm-hmm. the athletic program, mm-hmm. and they are they take pride in that, and they take pride in in the identity of Kingsville. Um, you're not going to please everyone. We're not going to whatever the name is. You're not going to please everyone. No. But the majority of the those over over half of those 600 that responded had the name Kingsville in there. The majority of the people, even at the committee level, w- suggested that Kingsville needs to be in there for a variety of reasons. You look around, and I, I am not going to take anything away from the name North Star, but Bell River, Essex, Leamington, Tecumseh, they all have one public high school, and it has the in community's name 
in it. It yeah. identifies that community. Tilbury, well, if you want to go outside Arbor. Yeah, Bay- Belle River doesn't exist by itself anymore, right? Lakeshore does, and St. Anne's is there. And, um, sure, but, but St. Anne's is a separate board, and Belle River is the no, only- No, they're a public board, but they have Catholic education, yeah. Sorry? They're a public board, but they have Catholic education. Yeah. St. Anne. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, but it's, yeah. it's, the Catholic, it's the Catholic board. Like, like It's a different school board. Yeah. But- by by and large, the public board. I mean, it says publicboard.ca on the website, so that's why I'm referring. Yeah, to there's it as four public, public board. boards. Right. That's the thing, right? Yeah. They're all okay, public. I'm the one that actually identifies itself as a public board. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, okay. yeah. One public board high school. <laughs> yeah. Right, and it yeah. has the name. You can't do it in Windsor. There's there's four or five publicboard.ca high schools. Yeah. In that community, there used to be a Windsor, but but to us, to 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 me, and and to the people who have grown up here and have connections with the school and to the to many of those that don't the Kingsville identity is is a huge part of it and yes there are people in Harrow that this isn't my home but there are students that you know um Sue Nurse mentioned a recent graduate I won't name him because I don't want he he can speak for himself but the pride he took in being a Kingsville Cavalier was That's immense That's huge and and you know I think I had that as a Walkerville Tartan you know and I think uh, that you know, all of us do. F- formative years um, make us identify, especially when you're in adolescence. Elementary, yes, yes, you do. But especially adolescence, you know, you take that, um, I'm going to say extracurricular more than even curricular, you know, those team things you root you mm-hmm. become tribal, mm-hmm. you know, you, uh, that's a sense of belonging, all of that. But the fact is, Kingsville District High School is closing. That's fine. Yeah. And it won't ever be Kingsville District High School anymore. Right. That's fine. Yeah. It's just a matter of. And that's a grieving process that everybody has to go through. And it's tough. I, it's tough. Believe me. I've seen low clothes, Forster clothes, Shawnee clothes, Monarch clothes. Um, every one of those schools were dear, dear, dear schools. Harrow. But I would argue. Harrow High School closing and the way it closed. You know, I, I, uh, I would argue, tough. though, Julia, that, really that a, school's, a school's not closing, a building is closing. Well, yeah, it, the building's closing. Scott Stanelberry will agree with that point because he made it very clear that, that it's just a building. That, right. name, that name is closing, though. Like, that's not on the list. I doubt if Kingsville District High School will come forward as, a, as a, an amended Kingsville name. Kingsville District Academy did, though. That was yeah. one of the suggestions. Mm-hmm. And, which, which is fitting. Well, and it can't be high school because, obviously, right. it could be public school. Kingsville District no, Public School. Academy. Well, people den- generally don't graduate from grade 12 on their resume to get into university, college, different apprenticeships. When they see public school, it takes an explanation that it's a, a, you know, like you have a diploma that goes with it. The instant recognition is not there that it's high school when so you say public. we're going with academy. Okay. As though it's like some elitist. Yeah, that, um, that criticism is there and I've, I've heard that. I've read it and uh, I have really terrible notes sent to me about that and I, I i really get that point and uh it translates well into uh french english um there i looked at all kinds of different definitions and there's really fitting definitions and i i not did the say, first google search you gotta you gotta kind of find you know 10 different ones but, but i've said i am willing to concede the academy part like yeah. personally i'm willing to concede academy yeah my personal feeling is that kingsville right. needs and to I, be in and the i name. think that the well, two i was not a fan when it was tva uh, i've kind of 
hope that, you know, but the thing is, it's not just K to 12. I mean, Westview Freedom Academy is, uh, is a high school and it's called Westview Freedom Academy. It's not a K to 12. But uh, the regulation says there's a couple of choices that we have on the regulation, you know, um, and Academy was chosen like even with the explanation, if you wanted to ch check district school, nobody picked up on it. So we'll we'll see what that lands. I don't know where it's going to land, but um, I'm not against Academy. Uh, now, I was at one point. I'm hopeful it's one of the two <laughs> really suggestions was. that the committee put forth, right? And it, it, it seems to be the happy medium between what the, the school board. Happy Academy. to whom? Happy medium between an academy and what the community has in sentiment with regards to it being the name of the town in where, the name where, of the, it, where it's located, where it's located, right? Yeah. You know, we're not looking at something that's an animal or fauna or flora that has absolutely no reference to this area other than the fact that it might be indigenous to this area or it might not, you know, so. Yeah, it, you didn't want that. We don't want that. Yeah, I think I got your message real clear. Yeah, and uh, it's a well, um, you know, popular opinion. Well, because when when sports team, it wasn't popular, uh, but it still says Tecumseh. It still gives you a region of, of area, right? It wasn't you popular. know where it is, right? You and know if, where you're coming from, you go away. You represent your school academically mm -hmm. or athletically. Tournament in in Lambton County. Yeah, and it, there's a a big. I know. Uh, I recognize a big athletic team instant recognition don't want to say more than what two sentences thing i and i i get that it's a shorthand for oh this is where the school is you know us you know and there's a reputation and a legacy and all that attached to it um you know do people in scarborough at jack minor public school know who Jack Miner is at their school? Yeah, do well, they live yeah, in the but town? No, but with respect, we don't know possible? their schools either. It's not that's right. not the sentiment no, that we're I mean, trying to, to exude. Right? Uh, no, it's, I understand the sentiment, and what I'm saying is they also know, but they don't have to live there, and they don't have to be cited there. Right. But do you like? It all depends what your goal is. As a school board with 70 facilities, and it's teaching and learning from infants now in childcare. Yeah all the way to graduation and all the staff, to have something that um, uh, can make everybody proud in the in the whole building is a challenge. <laughs> you're, wrapping, and, you're wrapping up the episode so nicely. Well, but no, but it, it's... <laughs> you're right. You're right. And it's that's, really, the, that's the fundamentals of the board. It's the overall goal is to make sure that the it's facilities It's a district decision. Right. And and ultimately, as long as that is there... To well, and and I, I think that's part of, of where some of the naming issues stem from completely is the fact that no matter which community uh which school is is um uh being voted on there's only one person around that table that's from the community that is voting on that name and and so it's you come into a situation where the majority of the people and actually i forget the makeup of the board now i apologize it's well, no, evened out right it's there are 10. There's no, no, there's six in the city and four in the county, but there are people that we've had a Jessica Sartori, her, you know, her kids went to KPS and then they moved to the city. I mean, there's lots of connections to, you know, Kim McKinley's, her, you know, family from Harold, uh, husband's family. Like people have connections to the county and the city. When I said I went to Walkerville, I went to Walkerville. 
<laughs> so would it be safe to say that the majority of the people that will decide the name of the school don't have connections to Kingsville? Don't have connections to Kingsville or to the catchment area of the or school. Or to the catchment what are you area of the school. My apologies. You know what? I, I, I never asked about that. I'd have to think about that. Uh, I don't know. Um, certainly, I know Trustee Armstrong, you know, she gets uh, elected on Peely Island and uh, Leamington. She taught in Kingsville schools and Harrow schools and Essex, I think, Leamington, certainly. Um, I think, I think she did the whole county. Um, yeah, there, there will be people that have connections to the county. I don't know if that's, I, I want to say something too. Um, I might be elected in a certain area, but it's not a council. We don't we don't have constituents. There's not the word constituent doesn't happen in the Education Act. You're a board of ten. You have to come together and make decisions for a board. Uh, all the facilities, all the kids, all the staffing, everybody. Yeah, but how many years is the city reps stuck it to the county reps? Anyway, that's an no, like, no, but we know well, we've seen that happen many that's times. That's an opinion. And you know what? While there are six and there are four, that's the way we look when we we have an opportunity every four years to change electoral districts, et cetera, and we look at populations and it's been substantiated that it aligns with wards. No, and, and that's fine. I guess thing. I guess the my, per capita kind of density. My point thing. with that facetious comment was simply I wish they were all as open minded as you are. That they all looked at that way because I don't think they do. I think a lot of them look at it. And Which say, ones? Like I'm, I've been elected seven times, like seven different boards, seven completely different boards. Fair enough. You know, at our last provincial election and the one before, we had forty percent and fifty percent turnover of all trustees in the province. I've got one more quick comment yeah. regarding the name. And then we'll wrap and then, it up. Uh, okay, so I guess I look at it this way too: is my daughter explored the IB program at Leamington. She went to the open house. They gave her a free pair of Leamington Lion socks. I mm -hmm. thought they looked sharp. Living in Kingsville, going to Kingsville District High School, graduating from Kingsville District High School, having a wife teach at Kingsville District High School, had my daughter decided to become a Leamington Lion. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I don't okay. live in Leamington. And this, sure, this is just my opinion, but I would have supported her and I would have supported that school because that's where she chose to go. And you know what? At the end of the day, it says Leamington fine you know there's a lot of people from outside kingsville whose students go here who think that too they support kingsville they because well, people that's caught the school. Them. people in cotton right people uh, if they're in the english stream they go to essex district high school if they go to the french immersion they go to kps right they live in kingsville but are they affiliated you know, you're talking about how when the amalgamations came and everything else, if it was it this way, was it this way? <laughs> you know, waterfront versus, you know, I mean, where do you shop? I always ask, where do you shop? Well, you know, there are people in Harrow, they shop in Amherstburg because they're closer to Malden and Amherstburg. That's the way they go. You know, if you're the yep. roof inside, I go to Leamington. If you go to, you know, we all have different patterns and affiliations and, and loyalties and all that. Um, I think now with the, the way our roads are, with the way our connectedness, our density of, you know, just the way things are, we commute more, we mix more. Um, you know, uh, I th I think that yes, of course you're going to support your kid. You're going to support your kid where they are, um, and and I I like to think of it not only the other, not only in competitive ways. I want to recognize that it also in our 
in our area. We have a lot of Anabaptists, you know, that come to the public board. We have a lot of, uh, I think, seven, eight different types of Mennonite churches, you know, and, and uh, Anabaptists in our area. And they're not really big on competition. They don't really like getting involved in competition. And they still come to us. And they have a right to have their culture and um you know, uh, their ability to uh, um, not see everything as only in competitive sports or only in competitive whatever it is, academic things, whatever it is. Um, and so I'm mindful of that, too. I'm mindful of that um, because in our area, particularly in my area, Lake Leamington, too, but Harrow all the way to, to Kingsville, I'm always mindful of that to make sure that, um, you know, all of our folks get a graduation. And don't necessarily have to engage in athletics and other competitive things. Well, we, <laughs> all I can say is uh, thank God they don't name condo buildings. Oh <laughs> boy, my God! Oh boy, oh. <laughs> they all get a vote. Yeah. <laughs> if there wasn't another hot button topic, it's condos, and then it's the school. Now, Julia, thank you for coming and on wish the show. me luck. Yeah, uh, uh, good luck. Good it's, luck. It's going to be. <laughs> You're you're in for the final stretch here before everything happens, right? Hopefully, the naming uh, decision and the announcement comes yeah. soon, and we can all criticize and or celebrate, depending on what other side of the oh. coin you fall on. But September, big deal. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm My, excited. Our our youngest are attending in the fall for the first grade nine class. And oh, okay. Well, your youngest. My youngest. Yeah. Sorry. Well, what Why a great not be part of the first graduate first class of the new class. school. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a great so. thing, you know. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. It's going to be lovely. I, I, I think when we see it, uh, like anything, we're going to say, oh, "I wish they would have done whatever." But they go, "Ooh, it's an," you know. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I can't wait to see it in the next few weeks with my uh, gear on and see how the progress is. But it looks great. Can't wait for the uh, HVAC is in. Can't wait for the mascot and or school colors discussion. Thank oh you, my Julia God. Burgess. Oh, great. Trustees don't do that. that Trustees <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Thanks, George. We just pray over it. <laughs> no, that's the Catholic board. That's a shot. Oh. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody does. <laughs> again, thank you for the time thank tonight, Julia. Thank you so much Appreciate for the it. discussion. And uh, yeah, again, good luck. And uh, like I said, everybody's all excited for September. Yeah.